This is Cockatrice Nuggets with Rich Fraser, serving you up a heaping helping of RPG nuggets straight to your gaming table. What happened last night? Well, it was a uh, it was an interesting night. We um took to the skies in our train. Uh, the first thing that was decided was uh, what they were going to do. So they headed uh, over and talked to Oron. Oron is the uh, Gugalunka, and he is the the winged bull celestial that they met. And uh, Radar, the unicorn. The Gungalunga is from Elysium Fields. So they you know, talked to him, and he was like, Hey, if you could drop me off at Elysium Fields, or at least Ecstasy, the gate town outside... Uh, that that'd be really appreciated. I thought they were gonna go for the gate town that way they could still you know drive around the outlands, but they chose not to. They decided to uh, go straight to Elysium. So they dropped him off. Uh, Radar said she didn't know where she could go. She didn't know if her home still existed. She said she lived in the hills near a river, but uh, we didn't get much past that. So Radar said, you know, I'll go with the Gungalunga. I'll go with Orin and uh, hang out in Elysium Fields because you know. Any place is better than that jail, is what she said. After they dropped that off, they headed over to... Uh, they were going to wait um, a day, just in case uh, anything happened. They uh, showed up at his place, and the place was quiet, which is not normal, or Greg said. So they headed in. Uh, they, they took a look. They surveyed with uh, their pal Wheezy, um, who again is a peeping Tom gossip. His skull was put on the end of a stick. He will forever live his life as a skull on a stick. Uh, but he can see 150 yards through any material. I think there's some sort of limitation on it, but mostly any material. They see something inside. And I describe it as, because uh, they can't see through Wheezy's eyes. Uh, but Wheezy describes it. So he said a giant bug, you know, about your size. So a man-sized bug. Yeah. It's a man-sized bug. He's leaning on something. Got something like a pole or a spear or a trident or something like that. And that didn't really clue them in. They, they were still nervous. So they crept through, seeing all the bodies of uh, the dead Yugoloths, mostly Mesoloths, I said. They uh, cautiously crept up to the, the room that they knew he was in. And then they um, kicked the door down and jumped in, expecting combat. And there was their friend, the Mesoloth. The friendly Mesoloth, Sog Thanok. And Sog said something to the, the effect of, Oh, finally you guys have been here. I've been here forever. And uh, for some reason they didn't trust him. I don't know. Maybe because he's a fiend? Maybe. So they started talking to him. They did an insight check and, you know, he was, he was fairly honest there. I think uh, I didn't want to let the cat out of the bag, but he was he was maybe exaggerating a little bit how long he had been there. Maybe unsure how long he had been there. So uh, Orgreg approaches uh, Sog, and this is one of my favorite parts of gaming is when I get to roleplay with myself. Orgreg says... I, I don't know what prompted you to do this, um, Sog, but I I obviously owe you one for this. Sog said something like, uh, yeah, you know, I think uh, all our debts are going to be repaid pretty soon. So uh, a portal opens, out came a sword, and it went straight through Orgreg's chest. Everybody gasped. It was pretty exciting. I like it. I like it when everybody's shocked. One of the characters said something to the effect of, oh, are we going to be Chinatown? I just want to make sure that we're not Chinatown, you know? So... Uh, that was what prompted the insight check. They were they were very shocked. Well, not very shocked, but shocked enough. That's what I did. I was like, yeah, you got Chinatown. Um, I want you to take some inspiration for that. I've been bad about handing out inspiration. I got to figure out uh, a way to remind myself. 
Maybe just drop it, everybody inspiration at the beginning of the session. I feel like I'm playing favorites sometimes. So yeah, I gotta find out a better way to do inspiration. Uh, maybe I'll do some research on that or something. So after, after that, um, the new person who stepped through was another Ultraloth, uh, Zezran. Um, it was explained uh, in between the party. I think I, I think they figured it out themselves uh, that, well, they asked, why why have us bring him here? And uh, Zezran said, because if he was killed in the prison, then he would just reform here on Gehana. Uh, if he's killed on Gehana, he's slain forever. So then Zezran says, um, I understand that you feel tricked and, you know, I, I want to pay you for the job that you didn't know you were doing, but you are doing. So he says, I will lead you to his treasure vault. And uh, they basically got a butt ton of treasure. Basically, it was all the treasure that I uh, assumed would come from an adventure the length of the prison, but without giving prisoners gold. Apparently, I gave them a ton of gold in there, though. I gave them 3,000 each, and this, this ended up with them only getting 4,000 each. So they got um, a crap ton of money. So it was uh, 4,333 each here. We're looking right here. Golden lion figurines of wondrous power. Staff of swarming insects. Adamantite chain. Uh, ring of water walking. Iron stone of reserve. Uh, it's kind of like a ring of spell storing up to level three. Sword of the Perunes. And uh, the sword that the Ultraloth killed the other Ultraloth with. Zezran killed Orgreg with. Uh, was a Vorpal sword. So Sog was like, hey, don't forget to pick that up. That's uh, that's not just window dressing. That's, that's something for you guys. They um, they talked to Sog a little bit and learned some information. They learned that uh, Gazrian Ore, the ore they got from the Pit Jail, the, that uh, they are going to craft a weapon with to uh, help them slay Gazra, uh, can only be tempered with fire from the Elemental Plane of Fire. The City of Brass has forges with the hottest fire. And uh, again, somebody, um, I, I think it was Roger again, on a roll, uh, chimed up with, hey, we know somebody. We know somebody in the City of Brass. We know someone who can help us there. And everybody was like, who, who, who? And uh, Casa the Stunning, the uh, Dao that they rescued in the last, uh, last adventure, last dungeon. Don't believe they learned about anything else. They learned that there was uh, rumors out there of how the weapon needs to be forged. And there are some certain, certain prerequisites. And I went ahead and um, I labeled those out in roll 20. So they talk, like I said, they talk with Sog. They find out that there are, there's um, like a history, like fairy tales kind of thing, right? You know, there's there's always rumors about he's a d demon, so how are we going to kill the demon? Uh, unfortunately, they are very high level. Uh, we're still loading here. Very high level. Um, and, and the characters are high level. So th these DCs aren't like out of out of the norm. Uh, they have two DCs that they need to hit 25 and two DCs that they need to hit 30. Um, this this World Anvil page is public, um, and there is a lot of good stuff in here, uh, a lot of good stuff. I think that um, I spent a lot of time in here. I'm doing a lot of prep in here now. I've finally gotten some um, players to uh, jump in here and add their characters, which is exciting. Yeah, I've got a whole slew of uh, half-finished articles <laughs> that are... Um, kind of like uh i don't know um a mind barf sometimes just uh here this is this is all i know on this character and it might just be a heading it might be hey this dude's an elf um it might uh it might be just a copy of paste from my uh from my one note see nothing just a pasty sorcerer 
He's a no, just a Patsy sorcerer. A Pasty sorcerer. He's probably a Pasty sorcerer too. But we've got two DC twenty-five research downtimes and two DC thirty. So they're looking at four weeks of research to finish, um, finish out this this Gazra quest. So they they started the downtime last night, and uh, they all did one one week of downtime activities. Uh, I think someone did two. Roger did two. Uh, but we'll probably hopefully we'll be able to finish those during the week uh, on Facebook or in Discord or something like that. As they're cleaning out this guy's keep, they're they're taking all the weapons they can find because uh, their their storm train, uh, the Starlight Express is what they named it, has um, a, a car that is basically a, a storefront. So they pull up, they you know drop a couple walls, and boom, they've got a store and they sell all their used goods. So I'm gonna I'm gonna figure that out into the role somehow. I'm gonna give them a bonus of something, maybe ten or something. So they're uh, I probably cut out the bottom uh, rank. So their um, so their expenses every month are cheaper. Anyway, there's a table somewhere, and uh, it's a it's a D20. It's the modified table from the DMG. It uh, basically like I said last time. I think it, it goes higher and lower. Uh, so, yeah, I'll probably give them uh, a 10% bonus here. So the franchise has a ruinous month. We'll make it so they never have a ruinous month. After that, they, um, they're they scavenging all this equipment. Another portal opens, this time much larger. And this is uh, Gazra, the pit fiend. They made a deal uh, a long time ago with a uh, pit fiend. He is uh, interested in plotting nefariously, as devils do. Uh, and he... Made a deal with them for the um, Black Razor. Is that right? Something like that. Um, Black Razor, pretty sure. Anyway, uh, so they they did not want to give that up to him, but uh, he had them basically go through a dungeon before they met him, and he was uh, twice their twice their level, three times their level in CR. So if that that was at a time when there were like eight or nine of them, and they probably could have taken him. Um, it would have been a struggle and they would have had to be like at full capacity like after a long rest they could go Nova on him and take him down probably even before he got a turn but uh, like I said I, I made them go through this dungeon first before they met him and be harassed and uh, take damage use spells all that kind of stuff yeah, drained him of resources so when they got there they were broken you know so they had no choice they could either make the deal or they can try and fight so of course they made the deal Part of the deal is that they he will find stuff for him. He's Gazra the Finder. He uh, he, he is known legendarily for finding things that uh, remain secret, remain unfound. So this is very useful right now to them in their dealings with uh, Asararak. He has been looking for Asararak for them. Um, but he comes through the portal and uh, he is very upset. He says that um, he interrogated uh, Spiral, which was the guy that they... He asked them to go take a job, just do the job. He, he gave them a job to take and go do, and uh, he didn't want to be involved in it. So he had this, um, this Mr. Johnson, Spiral, interrogated, and he found out that he indeed performed correctly. He also uh, asked them if they did as he instructed. And the players were like, did we? I don't remember. So I recapped the players and uh, let them know that they did not do as instructed. They did not even go into the um, the, the, the fortress, the devil fortress in the field of nettles. 
to plant the plants. They they stopped. They were stopped in the middle by um, some agents of Mammon, and they were given a fell reaver uh, in exchange for not planting those plants. Gosra's very upset. He's very pissed, and uh, he says that something happened, and Zabo saw through the ruse and ready for, was ready for the attack. Um, he he wanted to find out what happened. He told the characters that he's going to find out what happened. Uh, he uh, asked them some questions. Did you see anything out of the ordinary? Was the camp empty? And uh, he kind of sighed in frustration. And he was like, I have information for you. He found that Aserarak is on a forgotten prime, Jeb. Uh, that is uh, one of the names for the world of the Lost Lands. We are probably going to do something there. I haven't decided what. Um, there's a bunch of different areas that I can go into. Um, I was originally planning on this being Chult, uh, but I might make it something else. So Jeb might be a, uh, a red herring. Um, by the time they get there, maybe he's gone, something like that. Um, I have, I have plans upon plans for that. <laughs> so, uh, he said the other thing, the thing that's missing from here is that, uh, Sarah phylactery is, um, unseen to him it is there are rare things that can be as unseen to him and um, he believes that it is in the doom vault and the portal to sanguera is still open but is held by demons the reason that they're out here dealing with demons and devils is um their their planet sanguera is a staging area basically for um an invasion to the prime it ha holds one of the few portals that remain open uh, linked to the prime material plane allowing demons or devils to get in through this um, long ago the king Asher uh, hollow blossom aka Asarak um, he made a deal with devils to uh, seal his city in a bubble um, so that the portal was uh, held closed held held in check um, he would deal with the incursions from the demons. The devils promised not to come through. Um, basically, it uh, it assured the devils a stalemate. That even though they couldn't hold the portal um, or use the portal, the demons would also not be able to use the portal. I mean, theoretically, yes, they could all pour through and uh, hang out in this 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 bubble, this sphere that surrounded the the main area that they um, that they started adventuring in, but they. There's no point in that. So um, it was it was an agreed upon stalemate, basically. Something happened, um, and the bubble came down. That was uh, the beginning of uh, after uh, Lost Minds of Pound Delver. Uh, that was that was the new beginning. The, the, the bubble had come down. People started exploring, rediscovering new lands, um, rediscovering uh, different cultures outside. Um, actually being able to visit, you know, places they hadn't been in thousands of years. So, uh, you know, trade was starting again and uh, migrations were happening because the, the valley was getting uh, swollen with people. Um, and uh, people were excited to leave, excited to go someplace different. So they find out, though, that about this portal and how this portal is, you know, a way for demons and devils to get through. And um, the, once they get through, they're going to rage across the primes, and that's pretty much one of one of their main objectives. You know, um, if they can rage across the primes, they can devils can collect more souls for their armies, and uh, demons can you know just wantonly kill because <laughs> as they do, um, 
So that's how this whole thing kind of started and involved the devils and the demons, um, because their world is a um, is a target. It's a it's a front. It's a major front for the blood war. This portal is still open. It remains open, but the demons hold it. So if they want to get back to Sanguera, which is where the Doom Vault is, which is where Acerarax uh, Phylactery is, they are going to have to get back to Sanguera. So they have um, a couple of options, actually. I wanted to give them more than one option. Um, they can um, go through the portal. They would have to find a way to take it. Um, they, have, they have a lot of allies. They have um, Gazra who is interested in holding the portal. Gazra controls the bubble though, so that may or may not be a good idea, depending on how fortified they can get that bubble and how contested it could be. They also, uh, like I said, Gazra controls the bubble, so he could also, um, the bubble can actually be taken down. Uh, I wanted to reiterate, because I wasn't sure what the players understood about the, the, the pit jail. Uh, part of that was them learning about the bubble uh, that held the pit jail to learn about the bubble that held their world. I told them that the, the, the pit jail bubble was similar to the Sanguara bubble and that um, they were probably similar except the Sanguara ones on a larger scale and interdimensional. They decided they could take down the bubble to get back to Sanguara. because so I told them they could travel back to Sanguara on the train but they can't get inside the bubble and the Doom Vault's inside the bubble so that's where they need to go if they want the phylactery. So I left them with some interesting choices. We are, like I said, there still needs to be downtime. Uh, we got one week of downtime uh, done yesterday, so we have three more. Uh, one week of downtime. What to, it took two weeks to, to get this research done. Three more weeks to do. It was a, a really fun session. Uh, my friend again joined. Got to be a little more part. Um, he was uh, almost part of the conversation. It's uh, it's still a lot to take in. Sixteen levels of adventuring. About half of them have been here since the beginning. So it's a uh, it's a lot of information and a lot to uh, to understand. Uh, it was a it was a really fun session, and um, yeah, looking forward to next week, and uh, hoping we can get this uh, downtime knocked out in the middle of the week, so we don't have to deal with it uh, next session and have a downtime session. But those are kind of fun sometimes too. Um, oh, the last thing I think uh, that I have here is that Roger the Thief decided to implant the ultralithi so he took a bunch of damage and now his right eye is replaced with an ultralithi that that is good and bad uh it was uh, pretty cool the way he did it he's also looking to change his light crossbow to a heavy crossbow i don't know what that really entails um it seems like you just take it apart and replace all the parts <laughs> you know um maybe keep the bowstring i don't know i don't know what that entails uh, so I'm going to try and do some research on that, see what I can do, uh, maybe magically enhance it or uh, have like maybe an artificer, which is still magic, or maybe an engineer do it. All right, guys, but uh, that's all I got this week. Um, I will uh, see you all next week, and thanks for listening. That's all the nuggets we've got this week. Show notes available at slackernerds.com. Want to reach out? Send a voice message using the link in my show notes, the Anchor FM app or website, or email me at cockatriesnuggets at gmail.com. Check out my new streams on twitch.tv slash jerry247. As always, you can use my blog at Slacker Nerds to get links to my Patreon and all my other socials. Come join my new Discord server. Links in the show notes. This podcast is ranked via iTunes, so leave me a review and some stars there. Share with your friends or shout out from the rooftops. However you want to get the word out, it's great for me. Thanks for listening.